उसमें यू कैन लिसन ऑनलाइन एनी वेयर ऑन अर्थ थ्रू रेडियो इंटरनेशनल to you my listeners i want to welcome you especially to today's show uh the creative society on jmp please radio i am justin abumeri and i'm your host today uh want to also thank you again for you know taking our time to to join this um uh, show today i want to assure you that there's not going to be a uh, a dull moment and uh, the show promises to be very very inspiring because so today we're going to be discussing uh um on a very special topic and uh, that says science and education in the creative society and um yeah we 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 just uh, um you know coming out of an international online forum that took place on the 22nd of April even though it's been two weeks now yeah the ovation the 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 talk of the show you know is still on air is still everywhere you know what we got what we got to know what we were taught the revelations that were revealed during the the the, the sh- forum is 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 has kept us awake because uh, for humanity to survive we have to unite and we have to do something very very fast before it's too late 
I want to welcome you again to the show today. And um, I'm not alone on the show. I have a good guest. I got three guests uh, from different countries. I have Kanu Eleke. He's a Nigerian. He's a teacher under the Arabic Islamic Education Board in Sokoto State. And I have Sheikh Mohammed Ngumbong from Cameroon. And I have Alice. I have Alice Mashnin from Germany. He's a biochemist, bioinformatician. And uh, I want to welcome you to the show today. I want to, I want you to say hi. I want to be sure that you are around. Uh, Kanu, can you say hello to us, please? Hello, um, hello everyone. Hello, dear listeners. And uh, it's nice to be here again with you. Uh, my name is Kanu Eleke, like uh, Justin just told you. I work as a teacher under the Arabic and Islamic Education Board here in Sokoto State, Northwest Nigeria. Uh, but in my spare time, like now, I, I like to invest time and efforts in uh, spreading information about the creative society. And so I hope that today our discussion will be very beneficial to all of us. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, uh, uh, <laughs> Kanu. I've really missed you. <laughs> and I'm glad you're, you're on the show today with us. Thank you so very much. Yes, I, I want uh, um, Sheikh Mohammed Ngumbong from Cameroon to say hello to us. Uh, hello. Uh, Recording in progress. Uh, hello, viewers of, uh, or rather, listeners to Radio uh, JMB Bliss. My name is Mohammed Ngumbong from Cameroon. And it's a real pleasure for me to present uh, this uh, creative society, which is the new uh, life-saving movement, which is happening on planet Terra or planet Earth. And it's a real honor for me to be part of this discussion. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. And I also especially welcome you to the show. Thank you so, so very much. We hope that uh, we're going to learn our new things new good new information you know through you today as we proceed thank you so very much mr alice mashnin can you say hello to us hello dear friends uh it was really really nice uh to be today with you and uh, to talk to you it's really a great opportunity great pleasure to talk about creative society about really our chance for survival it's really uh thank you so much uh dear radio station for this possibility for this opportunity to talk to you and waiting for the discussion thank you so much thank thank you uh for the sake of time and um i would want us to you know waste um in time i just want to delve into you know the subject matter today and uh, uh and this is now leading me to you know asking guests some questions regarding the nice energy on creative society you know just like i said in my introduction you know we, we uh, the eternal life for global crisis is a way out just and a whole lot of things are discussed and uh, our awareness with uh, attention attentions were drawn, drawn to so many issues and uh, education is part of it science and education is part of it so i want to ask um what are the problems of science in our modern society does science try to improve lives this more 
Thank you, um, Justin. Uh, what is the problem of challenge of science or modern science? I think uh, it put this way, uh, we use energy as a good as school, and from my research, it's true. We got with science or teaching science in, uh, in this part of the world is, you know, it's made so difficult, it's made so complex, you know, and um, people run away from it because um, it's somewhat difficult to understand. But um, the opposite of it all is the science is, uh, from my own realization, is the simplest thing to understand if it is down to its basics, which uh, simply is that it is about life and then it is about matter and um, uh, how they are composed and um, how things work, a certain, certain laws that make things work the way they do. And if one has these basics, uh, then one is good to go. And I will also say that um, in uh, the current format of society where we have divided science from art and made it look like uh, art is not science. But from what I'm realizing, even art is science. Uh, if you look at even um, uh, some of the studies subjects that we offer, it's been classical science. Uh, history, for example, they say is art. But if you look at history, it's also uh, part of science because you are studying laws of uh, of, of, of matter. So for me, I would say that uh, the challenge we have is the understanding of science or what we have uh, been taught sciences. But if we have this basic understanding that science is about our our life, how the laws are re regulate, uh, you know, uh, relationships in matter in life, then it came so simple and one could understand it as just as one could understand one plus one is supposed to two. So in the in the in the creative society, science is going to be uh, is is something so simple that you could realize in everyday experience and you could implement. But in the current format of society, because it is geared towards um, making more profit for those that you know promote and give grants for it, certain studies, science is made to look so frightening. Science is made to look something that uh, not everybody can uh, undertake. But I think this is not quite true from what our creative society is making us understand. It is something that everybody can do and it's something that we cannot realize in our daily life. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Mr. Kanu. Yes, I want to ask Mr. Alice, what will science look like in the, the creative society? What role will it play in such a society? Will it serve all humanity? Yeah, it's a very important question because um, science will play the most significant role. Uh, you know, every day, uh, our everyday life, it uh, depends on new technologies, on new advances, new discoveries. So the research that scientists are doing is very important. Uh, as nowadays as well as in creative society but in creative society scientists will have resources like more resources and opportunity than now because if um, it is important for uh, humans for the whole society that it will not a problem actually to allocate more um, for example uh, more laboratory equipment right for scientists uh, provide them opportunity to um, discuss and collaborate in a more broader way than it is right now because um the people like uh, the people they will like benefit from it uh when scientists will uh just go and uh, discover together solve the climatic uh, problem right so they will have uh these funds and um, 
possibilities to talk to, uh, to talk to each other and without any you know like worries etc about the policies and so and so on like because so uh, right now in society there are so many obstacles that are in front of a scientist and they really need to uh, think about their existential how to uh, find money where to get these resources how to uh, then sell your product like uh, the scientific discovery that you're making but it's actually uh, restricts people on really you know like freedom of um research of freedom of communication and so on and can create a society will be the utmost importance so it will really uh such a nice possibility such a nice uh, feel of freedom as society if you for example the scientist uh can and discover something new right uh find out for example how to provide this free energy to everyone how to make a new discovery in a medicine a new discovery in um for um some resource that we even don't even and what the most important and was the most significant every person can have this opportunity to become a scientist to, uh, to become a researcher because the education will be free and you are free to uh, choose whether what kind of area you like to make a research uh, or you know because uh, some people like they dream in for childhood to become an author to become I don't know like some um, person who maybe makes discovery in medicine want to help other people uh, with the help so it will be uh, the door will be open creative society for everyone thank you so much thank you very much thank you so much mr alice thank you uh um uh, sheikh Mohammed, i i'm directing the question to you you know all technologies will be available to every human being in the creative society well um to talk about technologies which are available in the creative society, we have to um, kind of say, say that the, with the background of what is actually available. Because most people in the world are, are aware and familiar with what they have around. There's some of the technologies which are actually going to be available in the creative society. They might only see in the context of science and movies or things of that nature. Now, the technologies which were available will be technologies which are there, which opposite of what actually happened now. Today, for example, uh, the way science is used today, um, it is monitored by governments, academicians, military institutions, to all have the best interests of humanity. Usually, the bad use of nuclear science is usually promoted first. For example, like the atomic bomb, internet, those are all things which are developed first for the media. But in the creative society, science the technologies will be made with the objective of applying and facilitating and Easing the life of human beings. It's a whole paradigm shame. Now, destructive knowledge is first promoted in a consumer society. But the creative society will have um, knowledge being put forward for the benefit of all of humanity. If you look at it carefully, you have to see that most of the things we, we benefit from in sense in the consumer society are only spits which come out, out of the main aim of the development of this science, which had nothing to do with several human beings. For example, the atom bomb was made here. As we have nuclear attacks, the airplane was made to go and drop bombs. But as people now, we have airlines. And the, the, the diesel engine was developed to pass submarines to go and do the activity. Today, we have advantages. So uh, the main uh, difference between the creative society in terms of the use of technology and the current system is that in the creative society, science will be done for the interest of serving human beings and for the service of life. That is the main, the main theme. And what technology is available? Well, Medicine will be very what it is today. Right as we speak, the United States has got more than 6,000 patents, which have been uh, declared top six 
because it's so called, it, it goes against national security. What actually is happening is that those things that are top secret because it goes against financial interest of certain groups and monopolies. The criticize it, that not happen. In other words, they actually have killed to almost all illnesses in the world now. They have locked on one and seek agency or another because it does not satisfy the interests of either the international pharmaceutical mafia or so domination of one country over another and things of that nature. So a creative society, we're going to human beings, human beings. So science will be universal, but we're now given the impression that Africa had no contribution into because the natural things in the world under the current system are given weight than others. But we know very well that in the Shango, in Shango, in Congo, a bone was discovered which is 2,000 years old, showing that the people in that region of the world were in mathematics 2,000 years ago. Now, how, how come we are not that in school? I've got a, a, a diary. Every page is the age of a black person. But we, we don't learn that in school. Because science is not propagated and taught in a fair manner. Now, in the creative society, all of that will go away. And we'll have science being protected in a, in a just and a, a useful manner for the human being and for life in general. Wow, thank you so very much. Uh, this this is uh, a very, very interesting uh, question. And um, I also like um, my, my other guests to throw more light into this. I want Kanu Eleke to, to share some thoughts with us on, on the question. So what technologies will be available to every human being in the creative society? Yeah, I'll just take one of these technologies uh, because in Africa, in Nigeria, specifically, of our basic problems is hunger. Uh, people are starving, uh, not enough food to run. And then uh, we have also had experiences where there were floodings and uh, farm produce were lost and uh, price of food have escalated. Let's look at this technological vertical farming. Vertical farming has been in operation um, say in the last 10 years. In this part, though, we still don't, they are not implementing them. Vertical farming is uh, a, a farming system that, that, you know, instead of uh, using mass expand of, expanse of land, uh, it goes up like you have in a, uh, a story bid, maybe a skyscraper, two, three, four, five students. So, and then it doesn't use much water, it doesn't use much oil, and yet it produces a much, much uh, greater uh, yield than the current uh, method. So, you see, this technology will to boost food production, and uh, people should starve, which not to eat. And people didn't, uh, food should be, food prices should be so high that we can't afford them. Then, just look at so technologies uh, in, um, uh, in healthcare, for example. Uh, today, the pharmacological uh, institutions and laboratories and uh, business investors, you know, all they care for is to just uh, give medicine, produce drugs that are, let me say, uh, will I say curative? Are they really curative? You know, they are not even, uh, some of them are even uh, toxic. We have had instances of certain drugs in Nigeria where uh, we had instances where certain substandard drugs were sold and instead of eliminating uh, uh, illnesses have even compounded them. In the, there are technologies such as uh, is being envisaged, the, the uh, replicator, uh, sorry, the, the, the math part. It's uh, a technology where it's the head, it's a head capsule, not like head capsule, where you, your body could scan, the particular uh, uh, disease could be identified, and then it could also be taken care of in a matter of seconds. You know, we have had this nanotechnology for them, you know, where uh, nanobots, you know, uh, you know, all you need to do is to embed them to the body, you know, they're so tiny that if it is, if it is put in water, it's, if you think you're drinking water, and one, once you take it in, goes into the body system and then it repairs whatever needs to be repaired. So in medical field, the advances that we have is such that life could be prolonged if uh, these technologies are put into use. It's unfortunate that uh, in this part of the world, they are not put into use, like uh, uh, she was saying, due to some financial interest of people who are responsible, they have been classified. 
you know, patented and then top decrees, not for everyone to use. And so even the few that could afford it is still very expensive for them. And uh, if you look at EV technologies for the mistress, uh currently in, 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 uh, in Nigeria, I mean, far, in Nigeria, which is my case study, you've had things done in very crude, primitive methods. You want to wash your clothes, you either have to wash it, a woman comes back, she wants to cook food, she's using firewood, those that are using stuff that could afford it, the resin is so expensive, this is so expensive, so all these things are like drudgery. But there are current technology that, you know, could help a woman do this work, help a man do the work, and then it doesn't tell. It's not that true. So what I'm saying in effect is that there are technological inventions in the world today, and each creative society is promoting that could take away the industry, the hard work, and then leave enough time to at least enjoy our, our free time uh, with our family, friends, and to do some other things that we would love to do. So there are technologies that really could help man. Uh, but currently, because profit motive, because some Christians are trying to use them as um, power to control ideologies that uh, they will want also to, to, to toy. So these things are still being secret and are still being made very, very scarce. But in the creative society, they will be available for everyone to use. And then life, which is the priority of the creative society, will be such that it can flourish because there will be things to sustain and uh, promote healthy quality. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kanu. I want to stay on this uh, question. I want to ask uh, uh, Mr. Alice. Now, if you see uh, how the, the world is, is, is going, you see there's hunger everywhere. A lot of uh, people don't have food to eat. And they said that the, the population is growing geometrically. And uh, I, I, I want to ask, are there uh, technologies you know, in the creative society that can boost food production for the whole, for the entire uh, humanity? Yeah, thank you so much for this uh, really important question. Um, now, even before the Creative Society, um, even before we built the Creative Society in this uh, so-called tradition period, when we already agreed we have want to build it, um, the humanity, whole society actually can um, start massive food production. And it's very, very, very easy because right now, we have so many nice technologies like vertical farming, for example. We have uh, technologies that you can really grow every kind of um, fruits, uh, weeds, and, and so on. You know, you can put in, in even uh, very impossible conditions, uh, you know, like vegetables and crops. Uh, for example, even Antarctica nowadays, we can grow it. Even in a desert, we can grow it. We have such kind of technologies nowadays. But these technologies are just not used. And it really uh, shows me, clearly shows me, the happiness of our current form and the necessity that we really need to change and, and build it uh, as fast as possible. Because uh, really, just see what happens. We have everything right now to really start the production to end uh, this world hunger. Um, and just to forget about it. We can we have the to provide clean water also everywhere on our planet. Uh, disregarding of uh, where people live and what kind of condition we can, for example, make from salty water, a fresh water. We have these technologies. We can uh, collect uh, like these precipitations and uh, get uh, from the air and so we have everything, but we're just not applying it. And these really basic technologies, I think they will be first uh, to implement it and uh, because we need to save life of a person. But for the creative society, life of a person is important. And it's a problem actually to feed even 50 uh, milliards, you know, 50 million people on our planet. Because we hear 
uh, right now discussion that you know like 80th is too much and we need to reduce the population no we, don't need to. we need a lot of people to build a society to exploit and you know like the more people will have the more opportunities who uh, we can create for us you know like, uh, even and coming back to a uh, scientific discovery to helping other people uh, to start cleaning the ocean and it's also very important that you need to solve in creative side and um you know, it's, it's really a brilliant future and we need to start acting as soon as possible to make it reality of our day life. Wow, this is so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Like you said, you said we don't need to reduce the population. You said we need the population. I, I like that. I like that part. Thank you so much, Dallas. And um, uh, I want to quickly go on a break and I'll be back shortly. Please don't go anywhere, Mastinas. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you so very much. We inspire, engage, and speak to a wide range of people from every part of the world. Broadcast live. <laughs> DJ sounds of this. School is such a familiar word to all of us since childhood. But do we know everything of modern school and the education system? According to teachers and educators themselves, 90% of the knowledge that students acquire at school will never be applied in life. There is also plenty of practical evidence that all school material can effectively learn at least faster. So what do we spend from 10 to 12 years of our life passing a huge number of exams, tests, and quizzes? Development of intellectual and creative potential of our children is the main function of school. According to study by NASA scientists, 98% of our children are born geniuses, but school makes average idiots out of them. An interesting study was conducted with children between the ages of 4 and 5. According to it, 98% of the children fell into the genius category. The repeated tests of the same children 5 and 10 years later show that only 30% and 12% respectively fell in the category of genius. After conducting the same tests on a group of adults, the results showed that the percentage of geniuses was only 2%. Do you consider school a safe place for your children's life and health? Various international studies and reports prove that 93% of school graduates have chronic and acquired diseases, such as visual impairment, disorders of the cardiovascular system, musculoskeletal system, respiratory organs, nervous system, as well as various neuroses. Between 2015 and 2021 alone, Prescriptions for antidepressants for children between 5 and 12 increased by more than 40%. Why does school as the most important social institution literally cripple our children? Do you know how big the problem of bullying is in school? 
bull is internet arm doing of a child by peer, high school students, or teachers to the child's social status, peers, or other characteristics. The mom is verbal bullying, meaning namely an insult, which 89% of children are subjected to. And this is only according to official data. 29% of children are subjected to physical bullying. Meanwhile, over 30% of children prefer to hide the fact that they are being bullied. Do you know fate for your child? Accidentally fired in a bathroom at Oxford Middle School. Active shooters at least 19 children. After several reports of guns inside St. Paul High School, just stops. You sure your child home from a life? Has it impossible that children are killed in schools? In the United States, 12 children are killed daily by violence. Another 32 injured. But is it only in the USA? Look at the map carefully. Instead of developing intellectual and creative potential, other kinds of programs are being actively introduced into the school education system. In the fourth grade, children must know how to put on a condom. In the sixth grade, girls must be able to give blowjobs. In the seventh grade, boys are taught how to have anal sex. There are many examples of how schools enforce a loyal attitude toward morally ill people who seek to gratify their vile sexual needs with underage children. And there is active propaganda of how cool it is to have such a morally ill friend, who, by the way, is sure to try to overstep the boundary of what is allowed and to morally and physically cripple your child. Today, it is reliably known that a large percentage of those subjected to such violence either grow up and become psychopaths themselves or make attempts to end their lives. And in all this madness, we as parents have no right to be against. We're silenced in every possible way. All those who disagree are fined and even in prison, and their children are banned from school. In Germany, a mother was sentenced to 43 days in prison for refusing to allow her children to attend sex education classes. Over the past five years, 35 parents in Germany have been jailed or had to pay substantial fines for refusing to allow their children to attend sex education classes in public schools. Dear parents, if you value your child's life and care about their future and are not willing to put up with all this filth, do not be silent. We have the way out. We can change everything. Let's build a creative society together. If you choose to be silent or inactive, you are an accomplice. Although our children make up only 25% of world's population, they are 100% our future.
Uh, welcome back from the break. Thank you for staying with us. And now, uh, 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 okay, before I proceed, uh, I am Justin Abumere, and um, this is a Creative Society show on GMP Blaze Radio. And uh, the topic we'll be discussing about today has been science and technology in the Creative Society. And uh, my guests are Kanu Eleke, Sheikh Mohammed Ngumbong, and Alex Mashnin. And, and um, we've been discussing about the science aspect of it. We've talked so much on technologies and and uh, how it's going to impact you know human humanity in the creative society. And now let's uh, talk about education. And I want to start by asking Sheikh, what are the problems of education system in the current format of society? Uh, thank you very much for your question. And such a question really, <laughs> it leaves me with the feeling of there are so many problems, one doesn't even know where to start uh, to begin with. Education in the, in the current consumer trend, consumer society, is doing the exact opposite of what education was supposed to do. Hmm. Education is supposed to elevate the knowledge base and the usefulness of the elements and members of society. But the current educational system is uh, set up in such a way that it cannot fulfill that function hmm. to begin with. Education is usually manipulated and oriented towards profit. I think one good example, I just have to explain everything. Even in America, medicine was very rich and growing in a very good way because the Americans had the advantage of having to do with Europeans who migrated to America with all their knowledge of plants and herbs and tree bugs. They had to do with uh, indigenous Americans who had a very rich knowledge of medicine themselves. They had to do with uh, people who were taken for the wrong reasons from Africa, nevertheless, they came to America with a lot of knowledge. Vaccination, for example, was brought by one of them. Now, this was the, the situation in medicine from the 16th, 17th, and uh, going on to the 18th century in America. Then came the, the, the issue of um, one person, I wouldn't call his name because I don't know where your podcast is going to go. They have the habit of putting down things sometimes because of certain names and things you mentioned. One American who seemed to be the champion of the petroleum sector, and he, their family is still maintaining control of that sector up till today. He realized at the time that there, there were not many cars, there were not many planes, and he had to diversify the use of petroleum. Two of the sectors which could be infiltrated with petroleum was the pharmaceutical sector and the agricultural sector through fertilizers. So this person decided to to uh, act in collusion with one of his friends, uh, a certain Carnegie who was controlling the steel, iron and steel sector. They decided to manipulate, it's a very long story, I'm trying to make it short. They decided to manipulate and create a, a structure which will manage both the teaching of medicine and the management of doctors and so on. In this process, they, would, they migrated away from natural holistic medicine into artificial pharmaceutical products because that's where they can make the patterns and make a lot of money. 
And today, they still have the control because of that. So the doctors from that moment on were educated to be servants of the international pharmaceutical mafia. If we apply that, for example, here in Africa, in Africa currently, the Africans collectively spend about $20.7 billion every year to treat malaria. And even with that amount, we estimate about a million people lose their lives in the process. In the meanwhile, by just promoting a certain plant called Artemisia annua, which was used since, since 2,000 years ago in China, that's what eradicated malaria in China. Malaria will be eradicated in Africa. But no, they won't do that because that goes against the financial and economic interests. As a matter of fact, in my, in my own country here, Cameroon, a brave person in the western province of Cameroon decided to produce a farm of three hectares of this plant. Somebody went and spread money to some government officials who came with truckloads of, of, of soldiers and put down the whole crop. Hmm. Later on, this government official claimed that he did that because he thought it was marijuana, cannabis. I know what usually makes government officials' vision to become so blurred. It takes the form sometimes of some brown envelopes. So this kind of attitude means that education, as, as it is, is not there to serve humanity, but it is there to serve the interests of a tiny minority worldwide. In Africa, the situation is even worse. We are given education where we memorize a few things and we're given certificates, usually with no hands-on experience and little surprise, there is nothing being produced here. The few people who try to do something audacious are usually taken down. For example, Maxwell Chikumbutsu of Zimbabwe produced a car which requires no fuel and no charging. He produced a television which could work without being connected to anything. He produced a helicopter which could run on any fuel, be it palm oil or groundnut oil. What happened to him? Not only did the bad guys make sure that his project was not sustained by or supported by the government, but he was completely ignored. And right now I'm hearing rumors that he's no longer with us. And that is a similar situation which happens whenever somebody actually brings in a knowledge base which can serve humanity, but goes against the interests of the current uh, global elite. So the educational system now can be described as brainwashing. That is the best way to describe mm -hmm. it. It's a brainwashing. It leads to uh, a sense which pollutes the environment. It leads to a situation where funding only goes to, the, to projects and knowledge bases which will help the interests of a few. It leads to a science which leads to deforestation, desertification, pollution of the air, pollution of the biosphere, and so on and so on and so forth. In the creative society, education will be tailor-made and earmarked for the improvement of humanity. All good ideas which will favor and foster the progress of humanity will come to the limelight because the human being will be put first. All right. All right, all right, all right, Sheikh. If I if I should leave you, yeah, I see you have okay. so much, so much, so much to say, and uh, what you're about to say will lead me to the next question, which I, I would like to ask uh, Mr. Kanu. Is that how do you see the field of education in the creative society now that um, Sheikh already explained, you know, the problems of education system in the current format of society. So how would it be in the creative society? Education is going to be free and very qualitative. 
education is not going to be like Sheikh was mentioning, controlled by some few elites and uh, some few interests. Education is going to be about everything that will help to prosper life, that will help to guarantee, nurture, and ensure that life thrives on Earth, on the planet Earth. Education is not going to be uh, where people, certain sectors are picked out and then uh, promoted. Certain sectors are given a more priv uh, privilege or preference than others. Uh, children are forced to study what they do not want to study. Children are forced to memorize. Children are forced to go into field that they would ordinarily love, not have loved to. Education is going to be um, something that everybody will make a choice according to his own individual abilities, innate uh, potentials. And then it's going to be geared towards developing uh, the full personality of every individual. So it is not just going to be I'm studying uh, chemistry, I'm studying history uh, just because I want to you know, fit into society to earn a living to make some money, to occupy some positions, to improve my social status and uh, you know all stuff. No, education in the creative society is going to be very comprehensive. It's going to be going to give everybody a chance. If education, there is no end. I could study medicine as well as I could also want to also study um, tailoring as well as I could also want to study music. I, it doesn't have to be like we currently have in this uh, format of society where we are tailor-made into it. Say that you're a medicine, you spend all the years, productive years studying medicine, or you're a lawyer, you spend all the productive studying uh, law. No, it's going to be flexible. Uh, you could study anything you want to study at any time you want to study them. There is nothing like you have past this age, you can't do that or you can do this. So in the creative society, education is going to be uh, something that people will be proud of, something that will bring out the best in each and every one of us, something that will help to, you know, advance sciences, that will help to advance knowledge, that will elevate human life to uh, the, let me say, the highest um, uh, evolutionary level, to the highest civilized life that we could, uh, we could afford. So education is going to help us live that dream society where Everybody will be happy, there will be peace, there will be, you know, stress-free ways of doing things, and man will be in control of man. I mean, man will be in control of his society, as well as uh, humans We live for human, and it's not like this one where we are living in uh, controlled by others and not living for humans, but we are living for money. Education is completely going to be different. So in the creative society, let me sum up. Uh, education is going to be free. Education is going to be qualitative. Education, there are no boundaries because you you could uh, study whatever you like. You could switch to whatever uh, you want. And then education is going to be such that will ensure that life thrives because everything will be tailored around that uh, 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 utmost priority of uh, promoting human life and guaranteeing that human life is safe, free, and then nurtured and has all those things that can sustain it. So that, to me, is the vision of what creative, um, education will be in creative society. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Kanu. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, uh, Mr. Alice, uh, now let's talk technology. You know, which technology will be used you know, to teach children in, in effective learning in the creative society? Yeah, actually, um, which language um, technologies? Actually, also like a question that 
Um, I have studied a bit and, you know, like a lot of right now, a lot of uh, opportunities to um, use, for example, artificial intelligence uh, to uh, prepare um, a program for uh, every student because, you know, like uh, for the modern teacher and uh, from my own experience in school and university, um, teachers don't doesn't have enough you know time to provide a personal program for each and every uh, each and every student also very important because uh, you know like for example a teacher could be um, also a helper and it uh, doesn't mean that for example in creative society there will be no teachers everything will be you know like using only technologies absolutely no if you really love this uh, profession if you really live by you know like by teaching people and uh, uh, teaching young generation you know like uh, you really live by that and you love this you, you can still you can do this you know and because uh, every person can bring much more, you know, like uh, features, some um, his own attitude and uh, provide help. But mainly artificial intelligence can uh, bring this uh, personal program and, you know, teaching everyone uh, in the most efficient way. And nowadays we also have a lot of other opportunities like uh, virtual reality, like um, other technologies that can provide more, you know, like a, a feeling of uh, what you exactly study. For example, if you, for example, study biology, it will be really cool uh, to see how the cell look like from inside, you know, like more visual material. You can really, um, in a history, just uh, see and go through the ancient city or something. It will be really wonderful. I mean, by having uh, such kind of program you can really learn a lot and re remember from the school and uh, it, you can use in uh, it further in, in your life and it's also what is more important uh, in creative society we'll learn more practical things not uh, just things that uh, you just learn in order to pass the exam and then forget about it but really more practical because why do you need to uh, spend so much time and you know this re revision and introduction of new technologies allow actually students to learn the whole school prog uh, program by three or two years and it's the reality uh, there are such kind of uh, tests that were done so the whole program that we usually spend I don't know 10 years we can learn much more faster and then you have more place for creativity uh, to create because all of these artificial intelligence and all this stuff they could not create they can really can reproduce and have repetitive actions mm, but it can you know this uh, as, I, as i already said this individual understanding because we can make tests and understand what you do you actually are capable of right so what are your own capabilities what um kind of thing that you have already uh you know that you live like or maybe you don't know that you are capable for example composing music right or drawing and uh, like beautiful images or um and so on so but artificial intelligence can really track it and of course you humans can also help it and it's really looking forward for this uh, future because i you know like 
Uh, I'm only 30 right now, but I really, I like to learn and I like to learn every day. It's like my hobby. So I never stop in learning and in greater society, it opens so much opportunities to study something new. So really looking forward for it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Alice. I, I, I want to also ask you this question, especially now that you, you mentioned, you talked about uh, AI, artificial intelligence. And uh, I want to ask, I know in the creative society days, uh, during the transition period, there's going to be a, a universal basic uh, salary of $10,000 to everyone monthly. And I, I want to ask, with the use of artificial intelligence in, in our education system, does it mean we won't, need, we won't be needing um, our teachers like humans you know, to handle that aspect? Does it mean that every other person is just going to be learning you know, with the help of AI and um, why we don't need uh, uh, human beings you know, doing the job? Yeah, I understand your question exactly so. Um, I can try to answer it short. Uh, so I think that, you know, if person really loves what he is doing, right? For, for example, I love doing science. Mm -hmm. For me, it's something that I really, really enjoy. And I also would like to, I love to teach other, uh, you know, st students, people who are interested, how to do science, you know, how to make this research, how to um, do something in laboratory and so on. So I really love this Um that uh, someone else can also like have these and uh, you know can also do something uh, beneficial for the whole society and it's really really wonderful and i think like if the person are really you know burning in, inside with this uh, with his uh, um, her um passion like to teach someone then you are free to go you have all the opportunities in creative society because as i said people are creative People have creativity. They have uh, this imagination that uh, no any like uh, this arti uh, artificial intelligence model can ever have. So it, it can draw some images, but they are soulless. It can provide this program. Uh, I mean, the best program that uh, suits persons, but um, like that suits each and every student. But person can provide more creativity into it, and it's will never have uh, such a condition that uh, artificial intelligence can create something from scratch. But okay. exactly, we humans, we create these new education uh, systems. We create new opportunities to really um, teach something in a, in the best way. And of course, uh, there is a question arises that you, you mentioned the unconditionary basic um, income, income yeah. the salary that every person will have. Of course, if you don't like to, if you want to have a little bit rest, right, or you have uh, too tired uh, or working hard in this format, you can just uh, do what you want. So you're free to go. So nobody will push you and nobody will tell that you must do something. No, you're, you are free. It's uh, exactly this, uh, you know, this feeling of freedom is the main thing that person will have um creative society but as for me and i talking for myself i think that i'm not even one one day i will sit and do nothing because it's boring yeah for me it's boring <laughs> i don't know what, what you can you can watch films you can watch uh, serials 
you can go and chat with your friends but it's uh, you really when this feeling that when you're beneficial for the society when you when you do something for others mm. and you see these happy faces for example uh, even build and help and, and uh, adjust in this vertical farming that can save human life i think i mean it cannot even be compared to see the type of faces of people who are not died because of hunger who are leave because uh, you come and you help uh, to adjust and to provide this uh, fresh water and something and food so all, all these uh, basic income when you see this happy, happy face or something no you don't need any reward and i think that's the most important helping others uh, is the most great thing that you can do in your life thank you Mr. Kano, I, I want to also ask you the question. You know, you know, concerning this uh, universal basic income of ten thousand dollars every month. You know, how would you uh, uh, react to this? Are you still going to be working, <laughs> or you just get your ten thousand dollars every month and stay home, relax, go on vacations? You know, do what you like, enjoy yourself. Yeah, or are you still uh, going to be making impacts? You know. Get, also get yourself engaged and active in activities that would contribute to human growth, human impartations. Yeah, uh, I think one thing that, uh, that basic income will do to me is that I don't have to overstress myself worrying that if I don't work, I will not have a means of um, sustaining livelihood. And I think that is what it is. But um, it doesn't mean that uh, I don't think I will want a situation where I will uh, I will not do anything, because even now uh, as a teacher, sometimes we go on vacation and then um, you just don't have anything to do. It's boring when you sit at home from mm. morning till uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. morning till uh, evening. Yeah. Uh, perhaps you could go have a chat, like Alice was saying. You could you know watch some movie, read some good interesting book. Mm. But all the same, you it's not as uh, when you are doing something and you know that the thing is. Um, you know, having some positive effect on, uh, uh, you know, this environment or the society where you live. So for me, the unconditional $10,000 basic income is just to, you know, douse anxiety, to douse this um, fear mm. of, uh, oh, how do I sustain mm. my life? How do I um, buy some things that I need if I don't work? Mm. So, yeah, uh, yes. Once that anxiety is not there, then you will find that you are really doing, even your choice of things to do will be now more natural because mm. you find that you are not pressurized to choose doing certain things. Like uh, uh, sometimes you see, we work after school, you go to do PP, PP mm. that mm. is private practice somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. By the time you come back home, it's you're already tired and uh, you know, you don't even have fam time for family. And all is because we want to earn more money to pay mm -hmm. for utilities, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but that basic income should be able to take away uh, that worry. And then in the creative society, they won't even be paying for school fees. They won't be paying for house rent. They won't be paying for water supplies and, you know, all these utilities. They will mm -hmm. not be there. So mm -hmm. even the $10,000 you are, you are getting is just like a, you know, additional dowsing of uh, anxiety. So there won't be any anxiety for to make one to take unnecessary um, uh, decisions that may not be very positive. Uh, but all the same, I, I don't think it uh, will take away the incentive to work because no matter how little somebody may want to still work for, even if it is one hour a day, uh, even if it is uh, uh, like my grandmother would say, even if it is just 30 minutes later, take the sunshine, later go to a farm and 
you know, see that she takes and, and, the sunshine and, and, and then Kanu, comes to uh, Mr. Kanu, <laughs> I want to ask you this. Yes. You know, some economists to say this will cause a uh, rise in inflation. They'll say it will when when we have too much uh, cash in the society and pursuing uh, uh, uh pursuing uh, um I don't know when you have so much money in circulations, it uh, the, the inflation will go up. How is this in the credit society? Even that money is not paper money like you and I know it today. The money that we're talking about is going to be digital currency. Okay. Uh, it's all about number. Okay. So it's not like there is money uh, in high circulation okay. that is going to cause uh, inflection. Okay. Uh, no, it will not be so. If it, the thinking in the creative society is going to be completely, completely different from what currently mm. obtains with the paper all money. Right, right. So it won't be, there won't be need for any inflation. Uh, there won't be too many money chasing a few goods, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so that prices will rise. No, there won't be that because everything will be in abundance. And even the money, you find that you just need them. They are just digital. They are just numbers mm. that will be there to ensure that whatever you need, Anytime you can afford. You need it, you can and then it. Uh, if you mm. ask me, when I, when I look at it, what will you need? You know, when you have everything, you know, to yourself, what more will you need? Why should there, what would there be any rush for? The rush we have currently is because I buy things at five naira and suddenly I discover that I could buy more. You know, everybody is afraid that if I don't buy it now, tomorrow, tomorrow it will not go. be there. And then yes. the law of economies, demand and supply, mm. you know, sets in and then mm. prices rise and then inflation sets in. But mm. in the creative society, there will be abundance. You don't need, there is no need for any rush. So mm. you only pick the things you need and you... <laughs> Uh, that's that, that's how I see it, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Sheikh, uh, can you share your thought on this? You know, on these uh, basics. Yeah. Well, there's been quite a few things said. Uh, the first thing I would like to say something about is artificial intelligence. Okay. We are not talking about something which is going to come in a hundred years. Many of those technologies are already now. Hmm. For example, a few days ago, in a radio program I did here in in, in Douala. I asked artificial intelligence to write a short essay on the advantages of fasting in Ramadan, showing the economic aspect, the social aspect, the spiritual aspect, and the physiological aspect on the body. And within seconds, it was out, and I actually made it to read it on air. Hmm. We are talking about a situation where, remember, we have been able to run faster than our muscles by using first horses and then cars and airplanes. Hmm. We have been able to see further than our eyes by using television. We've been able to hear further than our ears by using radio. Now, artificial intelligence is going to allow us to think faster and further than our brains. Hmm. So uh, every type of job, including intellectual ones, can now be done by machines. Now, that is why the rules which apply to the supply of money and, and, and demand in the current consumer society is not going to happen in the a creative society. Don't forget that we are going to only go through a transition hmm. of about five to six years. Hmm. After this, money will disappear completely. Mm. So if you consider the current uh, situation, money was first backed by gold, and later on they created a fiat currency which was backed by nothing, which has been used to enslave humanity. For example, the U.S. spends 18 cents to print a $100 bill. But mm. we in Africa have to give the cocoa worth $100 to get one of those. That, that kind of enslavement mm. cannot happen in the creative society because uh, everything, every, every job, the same type of job, you receive the same salary worldwide. All goods will have the same value worldwide. And our productivity is going to be multiplied a thousandfold because of artificial intelligence. Mm. And so the economic models which we currently have cannot be applied directly during uh, inside the creative society. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so very much.
Sheikh, I, I really, really enjoyed enjoyed your your presence in this uh, uh, conversation in the show today, and I look forward to having you again on the show some some days. Thank you, Mr. Alice. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you, Kanu. You know, as always, thank you so very much. Like I said at the beginning, I was actually started missing you when, you know, I didn't see you. You know, I've not seen you for a couple of weeks. So when I saw your name, I was like, wow. I also have the opportunity to have you on the show again today. Thank you for joining us. And to you, our listeners, I want to especially thank you for, you know, staying with us at the end of the show. Thank you for your time. Like I told you at the beginning that, you know, your time spent with us today is not going to be a waste. And I'm so sure that you've, you've you had the opportunity to learn, to hear, to learn, unlearn, and relearn again. Thank you for joining us. I, I also, I want to ask you, if, you've, if you have not joined this uh, noble uh, 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 project, the Creative Society, I would like you to go to the website right away www.creativesociety.com and register. You can register to be an active uh, 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 active member or an, or just a member. But I would advise that you register as an active member so that you'll be able to participate in online forums, on uh, meetings. You know, your voice will be heard. You're not just, it will not just be like you're sitting on the fence you're, you're, you're just watching and listening, but you're going to participate actively. So I advise you to, to sign up as an active you know, volunteer so that together we can, we can uh, bring this, um, this dream, this project to a reality. Now we're still at the information stage, and very soon we're going to be shifting from this stage to the, to the other stage. We have three stages, and um, we have the information, the political, and uh, the, 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 the self-governance. So... Uh, uh, you're, you're not late. You're not late at all. I ask you to join today. Just go to the website. And for you to be able to have um, uh, um, information about uh, the Creative Society and all the activities that are going on daily, I need you to, I ask you to, I urge you to um, to follow all the Creative Society uh, social media pages on on, on, on YouTube, on um WhatsApp, no, YouTube, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on Telegram, on Twitter, on TikTok. We're everywhere. You know, this will enable you to have first class, you know, information, uh, you know, of uh, all everything that we're doing. Just like, uh, as I said at the beginning of this show, we just uh, finished, we just uh, did the, 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 the last uh, international fo- online forum, the, the global crisis. There is a way out. It's all on the social media uh, social media is out is everywhere you can go to rumble or twitter so rumble or of uh, youtube and you will get these videos listen to them you your eyes will be opened you get new knowledge you know about our world and how reasons for you to be prepared right now to also lend your voice in the building of the creative society thank you so very much and uh, i also like you to to follow us on all our social media handles, GMP Blitz uh, Radio, on all social media uh, pages. And you can also always listen to us on our website, www.jmpblitz.com. And um, thank you so very much for listening to us. So you're my guest. 
this is not a good buy because I know some other time we're going to have the opportunity again to be on set together. But before that time, I want to say bye for now. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Radio. We inspire, inspire, engage, engage, and speak to a wide range of people from every part of the world. Broadcast alive. <laughs> it's JNP Blues Radio. The sounds of peace.